0: Hello and welcome, my name is Nicole, I'm a yoga teacher and this is your podcast all around the topics of yoga, health, mindfulness and personal growth. I want to ask you to make a list in your head of the people that you love Absolutely most in life. So, who are the people that automatically come into your mind when you think about who are the most important people for you? And just try to make a list, naming one by one, putting everyone on there that you really, really love so, so much. And then I want to ask you a question How long? does it take for you to name yourself and i can tell you for me it took so 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 long and i'm still so fascinated by how crazy it is the way we talk to ourselves the way we treat ourselves that we are most often really the hardest critics on ourselves and we talk to ourselves in a way we would never ever ever talk to anyone else And every time we look into the mirror, we would immediately focus on our flaws and the things we don't like about ourselves and so on and so on. And I set myself on a mission about, I don't know, three or four years ago probably when I really started with self-development and just got more and more familiar also with spirituality. And I wanted to start to love myself more because I could definitely... that self-love is a topic for me that yeah is kind of like lacking or I don't know how to put it that I am just yeah not very loving with myself or in, in the past I had a lot of like internal struggles and was just not not loving at all and I think also relating that a little bit to the podcast episode from last week where I told you about all the imbalances that I had in my life and the way I was treating my body mostly also just unconsciously I could also definitely see in a retro perspective now that that also rooted from such a negative self-talk towards myself and so I really tried to work a lot a lot on that to just increase that love and that's what this episode is going to be about because I could so much identify three things that really really helped me to shift that and to create so much more self-love and just be much much kinder to myself and that just really shifted a lot of things for me and kind of like transformed my life I know that always sounds so dramatic but that's really how it is and so welcome to this episode which is About these three essentials that I found for myself and that I want to share with you. And I think probably one of the most common things that you hear and read when you're looking into the topic of self-love and when you read all these self-help books, I am an absolute expert in that. The list of books I have read in self-help and just personal growth is very long. Um, And one of the main things is... All the time, that you just need to tell yourself that you are beautiful, you're worthy, you're enough, you love yourself, and you just have to tell it to yourself every day and just thereby transform your inner self talk. And yeah, just by kind of like changing that self talk by talking in a different way to yourself. And first of all, I think that is so much easier said than done because like how can I tell myself these things if I don't actually really then believe them and for myself I can definitely say it didn't really change a lot for me. I think I would never say that that doesn't help like having mantras or positive affirmations and so on. Not at all. I think especially for the unconsciousness they can have an impact but for me personally They weren't life-changing or didn't really really transform anything or just didn't really work for me. So I think there are three much more important things and three kind of like essential experiences I had that really made the change. And the very very first one was this huge realization for myself that actions are always louder than words. We can tell ourselves all the affirmations in the world, we can read all the books that talk about that and put a million post-it notes all around the house in every corner reminding ourselves that we are really enough, but that is just worth nothing if we don't act that way. We have to act in a way that just proves to ourselves that We respect ourselves and that we love ourselves so the very first important point is to act what you kind of like praise so treat yourself as you would treat the person you respect most in this world hold yourself accountable so the promises that you make to yourself really stick to them I think we've been there all we know it well we would have these moments where we would be like okay from tomorrow I'm really gonna eat healthy I'm really gonna work out every day and then we don't do it we don't stick to our own promises all the time and if we just think about that if there is a person in your life and you would tell them every day you love them so much you would promise them you would do this for them and that for them and so on but then you actually end up not doing anything and just letting that person down all the time and just making them feel really really shitty But continuing to say, no, 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 I love you and I'll do it and I'll get better at it and blah, blah, blah. But do you think that person would love you back if you would always just disappoint them and not stick to what you're actually saying and just not acting according the way what you're saying? So not acting according to your own words? Of course not. So holding ourselves accountable to our own words and our own promises and that just means to really live up to our full potential and taking responsibility over our own lives because we are really the only ones that can decide the way we live, the people we become and the way we just generally feel. We cannot make anyone else in this world make responsible for that because in the end it's us who make the choices everyday, it's us who make the decisions and act the way we want to act. So becoming super aware of what are all the things that are in your circle of responsibility that are only up to you because of course there are things in this world that we just cannot control and that we have no responsibility over which is of course things like the weather or what other people do. We can indirectly of course influence that but becoming really aware of what are What is your circle of responsibility? What are the things that you are in direct control of and that are only up to you that you cannot make anyone else responsible for? And living up to those things and living up to your own promises. And that is, of course, super hard. I think I, and I'm still, of course, struggling a lot with that oftentimes because it just also is a process creating self-love is a never-ending process. It's not like you're gonna uh, do some things and then from then on you're always gonna love yourself or you're gonna completely change the way, I don't know, you, you talk to yourself. That's just not how it's happening in reality. But it's, of course, continuous work that you have to put into this process of developing. But so taking that accountability and becoming aware that you are the only one you can blame and you can make responsible for the things that are happening into in your life. Because the magic about that is then if you act that way and, and if you respect yourself so much to really live up to the best you can personally be, then you just will feel great and you will feel the best you can. That was such an important realization for me that I could really see so clearly that the times I would feel most loving towards myself and most comfortable just in myself and happy with myself were always the times where I was working towards my goals, sticking to the promises I put up for myself and just being really, really honest and true to myself and just holding myself accountable. Because the thing is just really that the more work that we put into being our best selves and bettering our lives to the best possible, the less often we will just also then feel the need that we have to treat ourselves or that we have to cheer ourselves up and remind ourselves that we are worthy because we are proving all these things to ourselves through these actions every single day. So we show ourselves, yes, you are so much loved by yourself because you're doing all these things yourself and i'm sure you know that as well that those times where you are fully in your hundred percent and work towards you what you really want or also stick through hard times and continue and not give up and so on that you just start to be proud of yourself and also build that inner resilience and build so much strength and that's just really so important for building this self-love or also just or in general just strengthening that love towards ourselves. So living in your full potential and overcoming obstacles and also just overcoming that voice in your head that wants to hold you down and play you low. But then also really looking after yourself at the same time and doing the things that are good for you that you know are good for yourself. Like getting the right amount of sleep, eating the good foods, working out regularly, all these things that you know are just good for yourself because that will automatically make you feel the best. We all know it. We all know that when we eat titty food, when we don't work out for a long time, when we do all these things and not surround ourselves with the people that we really love, that's also a really, really important thing. And in that regard, if we're just not careful, who do we also surround ourselves with? What is our environment in general looking like? Then we automatically just don't come into our full power and feel the best about ourselves. So self-love is really looking after your health and also thinking long-term. So what are the things you want to have most in life and not giving up not giving that up for the things that you want to have right now in that moment because you're maybe throwing a pity party or just having a little low where you feel like, no, now you just have to to completely give in. It's exactly those moments when we have to be the strongest and really, really look about ourselves because the point is just really that self-love is not just about what we tell ourselves to make ourselves then feel better, but it's what we do to make ourselves feel better and acting upon what we want to think and what we want to believe because that just comes back to the circle that our actions are so closely interrelated with our thoughts and the beliefs that we hold about ourselves because the way we act is automatically gonna influence the way we think and that in turn then influences the beliefs that we hold about ourselves which in turn again influences way we act so all these three points are of course super important our thinking our beliefs and our actions but by starting with acting in a way we would act towards the people that we love is gonna transform those thoughts and beliefs we have about ourselves and reinforcing a whole positive loop so that is just really the most one of these most important points to create more self-love Hold yourself accountable and stick to the promises that you make to yourself let's come to the second super super important point which has really been a game changer for myself and that has been a shift in perspective that i love to take on whenever i can feel i'm being super negative towards myself or where i am somehow in a little crisis or really low or just really fighting those self-doubts and negative beliefs about myself and that is to switch your perspective of looking at yourself from kind of like an outside observer so just looking at yourself from the outside and doing that with glasses on that are pure love so basically looking at yourself through the eyes of someone who just deeply deeply loves you and cares about you and is full of compassion and love. For example your mother, your father, your partner, your best friend anyone you can relate in that sense to that would really look at yourself in yeah, just with pure love and generous positive intentions. And I also recorded a meditation which I think is super super powerful to really take that Obs- observe a perspective and get into that kind of um, way of looking at yourself so you can find that on my podcast it was one of the first episodes I don't remember right now which number exactly but it's called self-love meditation where we're doing exactly that and yeah for me I re- I really learned to look at myself in a completely different way and find that compassion towards myself because of course. That might kind of like again contradict with the first point that I was just talking about, that we need to hold ourselves accountable and and kind of like push ourselves to really get into our full potential and live in a way where we just take full responsibility for our actions. But it still is super important at the same time to be completely compassionate with ourselves and definitely not too hard on ourselves because that is of course a very common trait we have especially in our society today which is such a go-getter mentality that we have and where we always have to do better and achieve more and nothing is good enough kind of like but that is not what the first point that i made is about that is more about to live up to what you really want to do what you know makes you the happiest it can also be that you know what your biggest dreams in life are but You just cannot bring up the courage to really go for those dreams or you would always come up with excuses why it's not possible for you why you just shouldn't do it and so on and dare taking the responsibility that it's up to you but of course it's never about pushing yourself over a limit and being then hard on yourself and telling yourself like oh my god you're such a failure you again didn't do what you set yourself up to do no it's really important to also have this second point of looking at yourself with full compassion and just through these eyes of full love. And again, I can just really recommend you to try that meditation because that is just something so practical you can do to get into that observer seat kind of like and feel. I love this picture in my head of, and I often do that myself when I meditate, that I just imagine looking at myself From the outside seeing myself sitting there on the floor cross-legged in my meditation pose and that alone helps me so much to become aware of okay wow this girl sitting there is just really trying her best and she's doing the best she can and that, that helps me so much to look at myself with yeah much more loving eyes and also just much more understanding and yeah in general just feeling much much better about myself and towards myself so yeah for me personally that is super super powerful so that was the second point and then the third thing that had the one of the biggest shifts to how i feel towards myself wait for it (laughs) of course yoga i know it's a bit lame that i (laughs) always have to come up with that but it just really is so true and I cannot stop to encourage you to see that also and become aware of it and I think it's also super important to understand why is yoga actually so important in regards to self-love and healing that inner critic in our heads and so because it is all scientifically actually backed up and there is an explanation for it which I just think is super fascinating because it's not like I heard okay yoga seems to be good for self-love it's no it's that I really could feel it and I can tell you just from my own experience how I could feel that it changed so much for myself and that's just also why I so much want to inspire other people to get into a regular yoga practice as well and to get that benefit too um, because so for example there was one study which I found super interesting which was done with a female yoga practitioners which doesn't mean that it's not also working for males I'm super sure it does but th- that study was just done only with females and in that study it was found so they were practicing yoga regularly and then it was found that they not only had super high positive feelings and a general heightened sense of well-being due to their practice, but that they also reported less self-objectification, a greater satisfaction with their physical appearance, and fewer disordered eating attitudes. And all of that compared to women who just did not practice yoga. And the interesting explanation behind that is that yoga inhibits the areas in the brain that are responsible for fear and aggressiveness and rage, and it in turn then stimulates the rewarding pleasure centers, especially in the median forebrain, but also in other areas that are actually leading to a state of bliss and pleasure. So this inhibition automatically then just results in lower anxiety and lower heart rate and respiratory rate and blood pressure and so on. And yeah, that was found in these students that practice yoga regularly compared to those who just didn't and I love reading these studies and just getting into that and I think it then also might have a little bit of a placebo effect that when you know it's that good for you that it's then even better because you also expect that benefit somehow and yeah so I think there is just really nothing better I can definitely tell that for myself but it's of course as with everything it is about doing it consistently we cannot heal anything if we just do it one time and that's of course a problem that i also think is just a general one that we have right now with our world being so fast paced that we want everything to happen immediately and i am definitely so so much like that i want everything to just happen now i'm so impatient and especially when it's about things that i want to kind of like transform with myself when i'm working with myself i want it to change immediately and i want to see the results and so on but nothing worthwhile comes easy right so we need to be patient and work on ourselves consistently and of course that's also somehow the beauty in it right because there's never an end and yeah and we're of course also all in it together and i think that's also so important to remind ourselves that everyone is having that voice inside their head that is telling them that they're not good enough and not worthy enough. And we should never let ourselves be blinded, especially not by Instagram and so on about these perfect pictures of other people's lives and also not by seemingly super, super confident and it just these people where you think like, okay, wow, they really have their shit together. And, they must love themselves so much because their reality is just oftentimes the exact opposite and we all have self-doubts, we all have highs and lows and so on. I really hope that with these three steps that helped me so much, I could also provide some value for you and don't forget to come to my instagram Yoga by Nicole underscore to connect with me there i would also love to hear your feedback and it's really important that you come there because i'm gonna start with some live yoga classes on instagram and you have to make sure that you're on there because i would love to have you there and of course subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review on apple podcast and stay tuned here especially because i still have this interview that i promised for this week to come about beauty and skincare i cannot wait to share it but i had to postpone it a little bit it's probably gonna be there next week or latest the week after but it's gonna come so definitely stay tuned and now enjoy the rest of your day or your evening i send you so much love and namaste